I feel like I don't even need to say it, but say just it. for protocol's sake, it's called Balls. Sports podcast is the podcast with balls about balls. All types of balls. All types of balls. Big balls. Little balls. Round balls. Shaggy balls. Shaggy balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're only hearing two voices this week. Yeah, one is missing. Wonder <laughs> who that could be. <laughs> Um, Shout out to Young Hefe Holmes, aka Maxwell Sheffield, aka Dylan, aka All right, episode <laughs> seven. Actually, this is episode seventy-eight. Dang. Yeah. Um, seventy-eight. I definitely thought it was seventy-nine, but it's only seventy-eight. No stress, no worries. 78. Do I know any 78s? Wouldn't that be Bruce Smith? Um, Bruce Smith wore number 78 for the uh, Buffalo Bills. You look like a Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bills are big and scary. So if I look like a Bill, thank you. Or a Buffalo, I guess. Why are they called the Bills? Um, it's actually a good question. Because buffaloes and buffalo and bison, I don't know. What, I don't know what a bill is. I, I I don't get that. Bill's nickname was suggested as part of a fan contest in 1947 to rename Buffalo All American Football Conference Team, which is originally known as the Bisons. The Bills' nickname reference frontiersman Buffalo Bill Cody. Mm. So they were the Buffalo Bison at first. Okay, which explains the bison. Yeah. And they became Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. I always think of, like, money. I was always like... Or or bills that you have to pay. That's really why I don't like them. Because every time I talk about the Buffalo Bills, I think about my bills. They should... The players should come out to Bills, Bills, Bills by Destiny. Can Child. you pay my bills? Can, can you, you pay, pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? And maybe then we can chill. I don't think you do. So you let me on through. Yeah. 
They should. I think like that would probably turn their whole franchise around. Destiny's Child. Yep. They're, they're they're children of destiny. Oh, okay. Buffalo Bills, baby, baby. <laughs> I really do. I think the Bills become a Super Bowl winning franchise if they change their franchise song, if you will, to Bills, Bills, Bills. All right. <laughs> so any other seventy eights? You know what? Let me look it up because the only one I can think of is. Bruce Smith. Let's see. But I feel like there should be a couple others. Probably. But 78 is pretty solid, though. As far as... There was one that I was missing. Anthony Munoz. Anthony Munoz is definitely that guy. Might be over Bruce Smith, to be honest with you. As far as, like, importance to the game. While Art Shell, Jackie Slater... Okay. Dwight White. Okay. Dwight White was on the uh he was on the steel curtain. Gotcha. Played D tackle. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Hmm. Awesome. 78. That's it. That's it. No more. Alright. Alright, stop it. Stop it now. End the show. Okay. Alright. Well, Thanks well, for y'all listening. Um Bye host. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wouldn't that be the cue for us to move to Dad Joke of the Week? It is. It's a Dad Joke of the Week. All right. This week's Dad Joke of the Week is... Brought to you by Valvoline. Do they do anything other than oil? Shit, I don't know. Valvoline. Wow. You ready? Of course. So, I got fired from my job at the bank today. An old lady came in and asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her over. I like the pun in it, but it didn't make me giggle. Okay. Tough crowd tonight. Tough crowd. Uh, what did the blanket say as it fell off the bed? No idea. Oh, sheet. That's better. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, sheet. Oh, oh sheet. Oh, sheet. Oh, sheet. <laughs> Oh, shout out to everybody with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she. Oh, shit. That's a good one. I like that one. That one was better. You always come through with the second one. You know, I tried to. Yeah, you get a little nervous. Anytime you get to three, <laughs> it might be a done deal for you. You might lose your job. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> my third one actually would have been good, too, though. Yeah, that's what I just said. Or are you going to say okay. it for next week? No, I'll say it. All right, say it. What's the last thing that goes through a bug's mind when it hits the windshield? It's butt. Wow. <laughs> that one's nice. You're giggling at that one because that's that's your that's the dark that's the dark humor coming out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I like that. yeah you, of course you do. Sorry. I don't. I don't even know who you are anymore. My bad, bro. Like, who are you? I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna need to get that checked. <laughs> My bad. Sick of this. All right, bro. Where you where do you want to start? Let's start with the AAF. All right, bet. The A. A F the A A A A F A the black F R Yeah, that's all I have. So <clears throat> the question I'm gonna I'm gonna ask every time we do this section is did you did you watch a game this week? Nope. <laughs> 
Nice. Um, I uh, watched highlights, um, seen some games. What I will say is you're starting to see people get a little bit more comfortable in their uh, in their uh, in their roles. Um, the games are starting to get a little bit better. Um, however, what I will say is Orlando's running away with it, as is Birmingham. They're clearly the two best teams. Yeah. Um, Orlando's four and zero. It's that Florida talent. It That's is. Why. Birmingham is three and one. As all the people that probably played for Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, Memphis is one and three. Atlanta's one and three. San Antonio's two and two. San Diego's two and two. Arizona's two and two. And Salt Lake is one and three. Wait, does Oklahoma have a team? Nah. That means they probably play for the Alabama team too. They might. They might. That's probably why, yeah. Honestly. All those all those schools in that area. Exactly. Yeah. As a there. matter of fact, that's actually a really good thing that you're that you're Yeah, I know we had talked about it that uh, Yeah, we that had one the assigned time. schools. I just forget, yeah. Um let's see. Cause I know I know they had it. Um but um I I still like <clears throat> that whole uh assignment. It's it's unique. Mm-hmm. It's different. Um I'm trying to see. Yeah, so Birmingham actually does not have Oklahoma. Oh, okay. It's but it's Alabama, Auburn, South Carolina, Mississippi State, okay. Louisiana Tech, NC State, Maryland, Missouri, UAB, South Alabama, Troy. Alabama A&M, Alabama State, Jacksonville State, Samford, Miles College, North Alabama, Tuskegee, and West Alabama. Um, <clears throat> I mean, Orlando obviously has all the Florida schools. Yep. And they got Steve Spurrier. Yep. The team that actually has... I'm trying to see... Because I don't see... Oh, yeah. Oklahoma and Texas and Texas A&M, they're all in the San Antonio team. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But San Antonio isn't really balling like that. Um... They're two and two, um, but they're not four and zero. As far as anybody sticking out that I see, I mean Gary Gilbert. I mean he was already in the league, um, and I'm guessing uh, he's not really balling. But I, I I saw Sims and I was like Phil Sims playing football. It's Matt Sims. <laughs> yep, the uh, younger brother. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Correct. Carl um, Charles Johnson. I'm trying to remember what school he went to, but. He's definitely doing this thing, for sure. Um, as far as anybody else is concerned, I mean, there, there's nothing much more to say. Um, I just think that it's just the bane of... It's really hard to watch these games. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just really what it boils down to, is just that these networks, just either CBS Sports Network or NFL Network, <clears throat> and a lot of people don't have the NFL Network in their package. Yeah. A lot of people don't have CBS Sports in their package. So you're in a place where it's only a select few people that's watching these games. And it's not bad football. It's decent football. It's right. just... But if it's inconvenient to get to and watch, like... It's, it's more or less one of those things where you go, you hit guide and you go through it and you're like, oh, yeah, football, click. Right, exactly. Right? But I'm not about to like spend time to go online to try to find ways to watch it or look up it's highlights. Much. It's not, it's not it's worth much. it for me. It's too much. Um, but, uh, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's doing what I think it's supposed to do. 
which is supplies with football until college football gets back into the fold. Right. Um, as far as the games are concerned, I mean, some of the games are relatively close. Um, there's not that many blowouts. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, they, they finally are having a game on TNT. Um, I mean, it's not finally, but it's, it's Saturday at two. Um, so, so they do have one on TNT. Um, the Saturday game is TNT NFL network. And then Sunday is the CBS sports network and NFL network. So I think. Yeah, I think every other week, I guess they're going back and forth. I thought it was on BR Live, but BR Live is that next week after that. Right. TNT, BR Live, TNT, BR Live. I'm guessing that's how they're doing it. Okay. Um, it's only 10 weeks, and we are practically at the halfway point right. this week. So I, I, I'm interested to see what they do with the playoffs, how the seating is going to work. And um, I mean, that's pretty much it for the AAF, man. I just I feel like it's like... The equivalent of minor league baseball. Right. That's just what it is, the minors. Um, there's not too many players that are really sticking out that you could really notice. And also, the one thing about this league, too, is I don't think this league allows for any of these guys to build any kind of star power. Mm-hmm. The The concept of this is to get on a team. And 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 make it to the make it either make it to the NFL or make it de- or make it back to the NFL. That's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from it because individual players aren't really getting love like that. If that makes any sense. So, so um, wait, how many teams are there? There's six teams. Uh, eight. Eight teams. Yes. Okay. It looks like for the playoffs, it looks like four teams go to the playoffs. So it's just one weekend of playoff games and then the championship. Four teams for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, so they're going straight into the conference yeah. championship. So, like, basically, yeah. So, the last week of the season is the uh, April 12th weekend. And then the next week on 420 is one game. 421 uh, is the other game. And then the championship game is the week after. So, right, I'm guessing short. the top four. Yes, I'm guessing whatever the top four teams are. They're going to be your, your seeds. And gets quick and to the point. Yep. No wild card. They could have just left two out. So they got so they got it ending. Wait, when's the draft? That's a good question. I think it's that weekend. Really? Yeah. So I think it ends April twenty fifth to the twenty seventh. Yeah. So the last day of the draft is the championship game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes sense because then people are going to be invested in. All right, now we're getting close to training camp. Now we're going to see. Yeah, you. I don't really care. Yeah. About any other football outside of college. Right. Okay, that's lit. Interesting. Plus, that's right. That's playoffs for the you know for NBA. So. Yeah, I, and I think also it's good for those guys because now they're getting they're getting uh, um, assessed. Mm-hmm. So it gives them a chance to get picked up by these teams. Right. Season's done, so now the team's like, all right, well, I like this guy. I like this guy. Let's pick him up. You know what I mean? So I, I guess it, that's a good little system. Good little farm system, I guess. True. Um, I, I personally feel like the AAF is used more for quarterbacks to get that time. 
That's kind of what I think because there's so many of them, mm-hmm. right? There are other position players too, but I think there's like so many quarterbacks that you're not able to assess in that situation. So, isn't that opportunity? Yeah, I, think I think it there's helps. On, there's only going to be because for the most part, in the NFL season, there's only 32 that play. Right, exactly. Whereas <clears throat> other people are getting subbed out throughout the game and stuff like exactly. that. Yeah, it's, that's the one position that's constant. Uh, I, yeah, and I feel like, you know, it... it provides an opportunity too for these guys to get play time. Mm-hmm. It just does. So yeah man, that's that's it for the AF. Alright, well might as well stay on the topic of football. The N F L. The N A F A L A. The Niffle. I'm done. Antonio Brown. No no actually we're not gonna start with A B. What? Um, we have to. Well, first, all right, all right, just just real quick, just because we just finished with the AAF, um, the NFL is considering the use of a sky judge in the future, um, which could help a lot with this whole. Do we are we make the instant replay challengeable? Things like that. That it would eliminate that aspect because it wouldn't be necessary anymore. Um, and they're seeing the benefits because. The AAF utilizes a sky judge, and it actually came into play last weekend. Um, and it's funny because AAF actually they use eight refs as opposed to the NFL seven, and they missed a uh, an unnecessary roughness call. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, all eight of them missed it, but the sky judge caught it, and they called the flag. And you know, it's not like it delayed the game; it was fifteen seconds. And they got the right call, done, move 15 yards, next play. So, I mean, I think it's – it seems to me that could be a win-win. You I know, think it's you have, completely a win-win because they could have used that sky judge uh, in the NFC Championship Exactly. Game. Exactly. You know, that's um, – they their sole job is to just watch the play that's happening right there. And if they – And they can run it back? Yeah. Take a look at it's it again. beautiful thing about replay. I, and it's quick. I think they should do it. I think so too. I don't think I don't think there's any downside to it. If you don't want to give the the coaches the ability to challenge penalties, cool. Just implement a sky judge. That's true. That's it. That's it. Seems like an easy fix. Um, but now, yes, let's talk Antonio Brown. Um, it's been an interesting week uh, in the the AB saga. Um, he appeared on the episode of the Shop, which uh, was very interesting. Um, he kind of aired out a lot of his grievances with what he was going through, um, in Pittsburgh and his relationship with, uh, Big Ben and everything. And, um, the whole week 17 situation where he didn't play. Time to switch it up on his own. Yeah. And he, he was caught off guard. Um, and honestly, what, what really kind of opened my eyes and not that I didn't understand this before, but, like, I really just thought about it more. Um, you know, people talk about Antonio Brown's ego and, you know, him being a diva and this, that, whatever. Deion Sanders and Randy Moss had two of the biggest egos in the game. Two of the biggest divas in the game. But you don't hear that shit about them now. Like they they use they use this to villainize Antonio Brown. 
but he goes out there and he gets results and stuff like that. And then we actually hear his side of things. How can you be mad at him? I feel like when it comes to Antonio Brown, I don't disagree with his message. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with his views. I low-key just disagree with the delivery. Okay. I feel like the shot was okay. Mm -hmm. The shot was okay. I think the ESPN interview was a little excessive. Yeah. Just a a little bit. Um, However, my thing is, what is he saying wrong? Right. He, he he definitely has ownership. He's definitely been financially stable for a while now. He's made smart choices. He's invested his money wisely. I mean, he's proven that he can play. I mean, it's he's proven that he's arguably a Hall of Famer. Right. I, I think personally, I think the reason for the shop interview and for the ESPN interview, I think it was strategic on his part. He wanted to scorch the earth. He wanted to make a tour. It's impossible for him to go back to Pittsburgh. Like, they're going to make this trade happen now. There's no way they can bring him back. He kind of forced their hand with this. I think it was strategic, personally. Because, I mean, after everything he said and stuff like that, like, all right, we got to get rid of him. The fans aren't going to accept this. Like, we would look foolish bringing him back, knowing how he feels about everything and stuff like that. Like, they, he forced their hand in this regard. So now they're... they're I mean, yeah, because he put he aired out their dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. He made this classy organization look like every other organization. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's not what Pittsburgh has ever been. Has never been what Pittsburgh has been. So it's like, wow. Yeah. And I, I still didn't watch the whole shop interview. I saw, like, little portions of it, but people told me it was there was more. Yeah. Because I only know the Big Ben part. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything else. I heard the Big Ben part. I was like, oh, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. I mean, he was basically talking about how, um, like, like first he was talking about how they're they're talking about, you know, beyond football. What are you trying to do? And he was like, you know, I'm trying to, like, set myself up. He's like, you know, you hear people, like, you see these these greats in the NFL that, that aren't doing anything now. He was like, Shannon Sharp was incredible and now what he's on tv with the the backwoods and the you know the hennessy or whatever he has whatever he's like he's like and you want to and you want to talk about me and laugh at me what is you doing you a joke right now you know he was like lebron he's like when you when you retire you trying to go back and get into commentating or something like that lebron's like no i'm trying to own a team he's like exactly he's like i got other stuff i'm trying to do you know, and then he was talking about, you know, people talking about, oh, he's flashy and he wears these minks and stuff like that. He's like, he's like, so what, I can't look swaggy? He's like, why is that an issue? He's like, I'm, I'm a distraction because I'm swaggy. I worked hard for this. You know, so I, I feel him. Yeah, he said, he said a few more things in regards to the team dynamic and that kind of stuff. But you can tell he just doesn't rock with Ben at all. Man. But Antonio Brown, and then on top of that, like Antonio Brown has friends in the NBA. Like, <clears throat> come on, bro. He's friends with LeBron James. <laughs> like, you didn't expect him to to do this. The I mean, the NFL is not the NBA by a long shot. <clears throat> you got to start somewhere. And you know, and you know what's even more telling? Everybody besides. 
the Steelers and Steelers players agree with what Antonio Brown's saying. Like, as far as, like, players, like, other players in the league and stuff like that, like, they're behind him 100%. Of course, I mean, that's low-key why Le'Veon left, right? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. we need to talk about it. Exactly. It's, like, not, it's not one player. Yeah. It's, it's a couple. Yeah, and that's what it, and that's what AB was saying on the top two. It was like, you know, right, they're in a position of power. They can just, they can control the narrative. But they never tried to in the NFL. Yeah. They never tried to. Yeah. And that, and that, and that right there is a travesty. Yeah, so um, it's going to be interesting to see where A.B. goes. There, there's there been a ton of talks that Raiders are like the one constant team that's in the mix um, for him and for Odell. Um, yeah, there's growing there's growing rumors that Odell is getting shopped quietly. Um, I think they're – I personally think they're just maybe putting feelers out to see what they could get for him. Um, but this is the second year in a row that there's there's been feelers out there to see what the shop what the uh well, the value. Why? Um if I'm the if I'm the Giants, I'm looking at it like, okay, we just gave this guy a huge contract extension. He keeps getting hurt. Is it really worth the investment when all these receivers are like there's ballers that are coming out every year? I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's a freak of nature, like, as far as, like, his ability and stuff, but with that money we're paying him, we could get two guys that are maybe just a little bit worse than him. Yeah. You know? And you got, like, these studs that's coming out of college that's really, like, like DK Metcalf, who snapped at the combine. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, he's he's an incredible talent, but if he keeps getting hurt, like, damn. What's next? can, Can we get a whole healthy season with him? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's fair. So so maybe maybe they're looking at it long term. Yeah. So I mean, okay. it could be possible. I don't personally think they're gonna let him go, but I do think they are. You know, just trying to see what the market is. Right. On on a player of his caliber, but AB, I would love for him to end up on the Raiders. Why? Um, I think he has the ability. He's he's shown that he has the ability to be one of those players that can just take over a game. Um, when when need be. Like, we've seen him in situations just ruin defenders, you know? And honestly, I feel like he would get along great with John Gruden because they both have those big personalities and stuff like that. And Gruden loves veteran players. Like, that's like his thing. And they got money. We got money. So we can work on that contract. He's going to be in Vegas. And we know... I don't know if Derek Carr is our long-term guy, but if he is... Antonio Brown would resurrect his career. Yes. If if Derek Carr is... Got, plus, Derek Carr doesn't have that ego. That's like, true. If he doesn't any, Derek Carr takes the blame for anything that goes wrong, even if it's not his fault. He takes the blame for everything. You know, he pushes himself to be better. He pushes the team to be better. Like, no ego about him. Super humble. So, I feel like that would work in that regard, too. Plus, if Antonio comes to the team, he is that guy. He is the face of the team. Off oh, rip. Because we don't have that. We don't have that. That was Khalil Mack. That's gone now. You're right. Bruce Irvin, gone now. We maybe have Marshawn Lynch one more year because we're going to be in Oakland next year. And then he's gone. Yeah, he's out of there. So that's AB's team. 
So I feel like it would be perfect. We got the money to spend. Him and Le'Veon. Him and Le'Veon. I think it would be a great fit for both of them. And we can pay both of them. Whatever they want. Because we got the bread. We could pay them now. Their car is already wrapped up for the next five years. And we can draft a couple wide receivers. That's not bad. I have nothing to say to that. We could turn this team around. In a year. In a year. In a year. That's build that's defense. Fair. Build, build defense through the draft because it's a deep defensive draft class. And just work and just work through the punches. Just work through the punches because you're 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 in a pretty stacked NFC. I mean, shit. I mean, AFC West. The year the year the Raiders went twelve and four and made it to the playoffs, our defense still sucked. Yeah, but we had offensive power. Like we just we could score with the best. And we had during that year we had nine fourth quarter comebacks. Yeah, y'all did, bro. Like if our offense moved, that was the problem this year though. Our offense just didn't go anywhere. Couldn't get couldn't get no uh, traction ever. Yeah, at like all. I would play and then y'all would start good. Yeah, and then like it just didn't. Second half it just stopped. It Everything just yeah, stopped. It just didn't stick. So, ever. Yeah. So I mean, we'll. I don't know. We'll we'll see we'll see what happens there. But I mean, you know, speaking of like drafting and stuff, the combine uh, was last week, and one of the hottest stories coming out of the combine: DK Metcalf. Um, Julio Jr. was one of the biggest surprises. Uh, six foot three, uh, two hundred twenty-eight pounds, one point six percent body fat. Ran a four-three-three, three, forty-two inch vert. Um, a man's a monster. <laughs> the man is a monster. Uh. Am I am I crazy to think that if we don't, if the if the Raiders don't get Antonio Brown or an Odell, if we use our fourth overall for him, I wouldn't be shocked at that at all. Because I you could just throw him 50-50 balls. He's coming down with them all day. His size and strength, like he's a bigger Josh Gordon. He's a bigger Julio. He's a bigger Julio. like it. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, uh, other than DK, um, there's growing suspicion that the Cardinals are, are, getting, lo- Kyler. are getting Kyler. Yeah, it's not even there. They're and and shipping Josh Rosen. Yeah, they're getting Kyler. Now, apparently, they might be going to New York. Unless New York goes for Haskins. Yeah, but what if another team trades up to get Haskins? That and would be yeah, right. Ronald Rosen would be that guy. So maybe they, yeah. I mean, oh man, it is what it is. That's crazy. Did you have any kind of takeaways from the combine? Um, anybody stuck out to you? I mean, what I forget who it was, but there was like some three hundred plus pound guy. I think it might have been from Alabama that ran like a four eight. D lineman. I think so. Uh, You talking about Montez Sweat? No, he ran a four four. No, yeah, he ran something ridiculous. Yeah. Um. The combine itself, like you're just seeing that these these guys are like, they're getting bigger, stronger, mm-hmm. faster, and it's just Stronger, like better, faster, stronger. Exactly, like it, it's just like, man, what can you what can you really say? 
I mean, outside of that, you got to, um, I think you got to be able to gauge these guys. Because cause here's the thing, like, you don't know now, just off the combine alone, who are guys that's going to do well and who are guys that are going to fail. Because they're all doing good for the most part, right? Like, um, I liked uh, Paris Campbell from mm-hmm. Ohio State. He ran a four three one, and he's got great hands. And he balled out at at Ohio State. Um, I feel like the people who didn't do good, nobody really like shocked me when I saw them right. like, not performing. I was kind of like. Eh. Okay. Yeah, I feel right. Like it, it didn't really like put anybody. The the people who we thought were gonna show up showed up, and yeah, I feel you. And uh, I think that. Uh, well, I will say this: I'm hurt at the fact that Motor Singletary didn't do yeah as good. Yeah, his his draft stock fell. It fell a, a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a four six isn't terrible. It's just that's not what he looks like on film. Right. He looks way faster than that. So now you got to ask yourself a question like, "Whoa, what's going on? Was he having a bad week? Was you know, is there an injury that they don't know about?" And then uh, who else? We spoke about him earlier this year. Your boy Greedy Williams from LSU. He was cramping though, so like he didn't really do all the things that people expected him to. I mean, a, a four three, a four three seven forty. He did what he had to do. I think he locked in a first round. Oh yeah, pick definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was pretty straightforward. I don't think it's, it was the most athletic combine we've seen in the in no. the recent in recent memory, but it wasn't the worst either. Right. There was some really solid guys. What it is, too, I think, is the fact that there was a lot more performance from, like, the O-line and the D-line. The mm-hmm. O-line and the D-line definitely carried the combine, in my opinion, because there were so many impressive feats from that O-line and D-line. I mean, you got guys that are over 270, over 280, doing under 540s. Right. Which is impressive. So I mean that that was those were my takeaways from the combine. I thought it was, it was good all around, True. but I just think with the combine being the way it is, it makes it really tough for these for these guys to choose. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you, and and we'll get more into that too. Like as the draft gets closer, as far as like who who we think's going where, you know that kind of stuff. But yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be an interesting uh, couple months. Um, the Franchise tag deadline just passed. Only six players got tagged this year. Yeah. Uh, Not like last year. Remember last year, everybody was getting tagged. Five D linemen and a kicker got tagged. A kicker. Um, Jadavian Clowney, uh, even though he plays D line, they tagged him as a linebacker because that gives him less money. Wow. Yeah. But they're trying to secure a long-term contract for him. But, Yeah. Uh, D Ford, DN for the Chiefs. Uh, Frank Clark, DN for the Seahawks. Grady Jarrett, D tackle for the Falcons. Demarcus Lawrence gets tagged again. 
uh, DN for the Cowboys, so he's going to be getting a good paycheck this year. And uh, Robbie Gold, kicker for the 49ers. Uh, they franchise tagged him after he stated that he wants to go back and play for Chicago. Because Chicago um, got rid of Cody Parkey. And he basically put it out there. Oh, I would love to go back there and, and play for them and stuff like that. Blah, blah, blah. And Fortnite is like, nah, nah. <laughs> nah. You're chilling. You're chilling. Nah. Um, but since only those players were tagged, that leaves free, a- free agency wide open. Um, the new league year starts next year uh, next week so as on, soon as that comes through man next week's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy so we're probably not gonna get on a lot of the free agent news next week because it'll be happening right when we're recording this but the week after like there's gonna be a ton to talk about as far as free agency goes i mean you got players like cj mosley um nick Foles, jackson was already pretty it's already pretty much established Set, he's gonna be going to jacksonville song, yeah. um i don't know how i feel about that personally I think it is definitely an upgrade at the position for sure over Blake Bortles. But um, Nick Foles has shown in his time as a starter during the regular season, he's nothing in really special. You know, I but think this is really going to we gotta We got to keep in mind this man was a second string for a reason on a couple teams. Right. So, I mean, that's... That's just Man. like Case Keenum. People got enamored with Case Keenum because he had one good year in in Minnesota, but how'd he do in Houston? Speaking of Case Keenum, you know he just got traded to the Redskins. He just got traded to the Redskins. For a six and a seven rounder. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, the Redskins need somebody for oh, a year. I mean, they hope only a year, but who knows, who knows how long Alex Smith's got. I mean, a career might be over. Yeah, that's what they were saying. It, it could have. It could have ended right there with that injury. Um, but the safety position is super deep in free agency this year. Landon Collins, Earl Thomas, HaHa Clinton Dix. Um, like it, it's a it's a ton of names. Uh, hold on one second. Tyrod Taylor's also a free agent. Um, so hopefully he'll end up somewhere. Teddy Bridgewater. Um, let's see. I'm just going through some of the notable. The notable names. Hmm. My bad. In the meantime, this show is brought to you by absolutely nobody. Yikes. Because I said so. Hey, you guys want to hear a joke? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Myra. Myra who? My right nut. Whoa. Oh, man. I made a funny. I made a funny. <laughs> I, I indeed made a funny, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Eric Weddle. Yeah, they cut his ass. He got cut. Um, Michael Crabtree got cut. So he out there in these streets. Cut um, obviously, Le'Veon Bell. Trey Flowers. Honestly, I thought that was crazy that you guys didn't tag him. I know y'all don't like paying players, but he's one of those guys that I think he's about to get a nice little check. He's gonna get paid a ton of money somewhere, wherever he goes. He's he's gonna get like seventeen mil a year. Um, Tyron Matthew is a free agent again, so it's it's a nice little free agency class. Not gonna lie, so we'll, we'll see we'll see what what shakes out. Raiders need to get some of these veteran like safeties and stuff to come in 
handle business. If we can get like a Landon Collins in there, I think that'd be nice. I think y'all are gonna rack up. We need to. We got the bread. We just got. We just gotta make it happen. If y'all go through this off season and y'all don't rack up, something is like just wrong, systematically <laughs> wrong with your franchise. I got you. So um, that's all I got for regular NFL stuff. Um, do you have anything? To add before we move on to this uh, tournament bracket? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. I ain't got nothing. Hell no. Nah. All right. So last week we did a tournament of uh, starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And uh, this week we're going to do the running back position. Now there are only uh, two of us. So what will happen is, you know, we'll kind of, if we disagree, we'll state our case. And either one of us will, you know, kind of, okay, back off a little bit and, you know, let the other person have it. Or we'll flip a coin. I like coin and, flips. And we'll go from there. Um, and the, the coin will act as Dylan's vote. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yo, you're a coin. All right. So um, I did take out some of the, the names of trash starting running backs and kind of put some other running backs in there that deserve to be in this tournament. Snapping. Yeah. So uh, I'm not even going to bother reading seed numbers. I'm just going to say who the matchup is, and we'll go from there. All, All right, right. Let's do it. So, uh, to start things off, Alvin Kamara versus David Johnson. Alvin Kamara, because David Johnson gets hurt too much. Okay. So, even if they're both healthy, because he's injury prone, you would yeah. take Yeah. All right, There's I agree. Off that. And Alvin Kamara, to me, anyway, I would take Kamara is a little too. more versatile. I know David Johnson does just as much as Alvin does, but I, I, I sorry, Kamara, for right now. Todd Gurley versus Marshawn Lynch. At this point in their careers, though, Todd I have to take Todd. Yeah, you got to take Todd. Even though, oh, that's another thing we didn't mention: arthritis, arthritis, and that in injured knee. knee. So that explains why he wasn't going to play as much. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about that, waiting for that story that because we, yeah. we knew something was up. Yeah. Arthritis. I did not expect that though. That's uh, crazy. That's yeah. that's on the same hurt leg too. That, yeah. Yeah. So that could potentially be troublesome in the future. I sure can if they don't pick up another. Uh, they don't pick up another running back with a dumbass Rams. Get it together, or else y'all ain't gonna see a Super Bowl for another forty-five years. Right. Um, Alex Collins versus Lashawn McCoy. Oh, see, this one is fun. Um, Alex Collins is a bruiser, um, but Shady McCoy is a is a home run hitter, so I'd have to go McCoy. I have to go Collins. Why? I just think at this point in their career, he's got a lot more juice left. I think Lashawn's maybe got two or three years. Shit, me, I'm still taking those two or three years. His two or three years are still going to be more productive than Collins. Collins is going to get it together eventually. I mean, he got cut from the Ravens, but that wasn't because of his yeah, play. Because, <laughs> yeah, even more of a reason to, to knock his ass down. Um, I don't know. I feel like even though I think LaShawn McCoy is a victim of the fact that he's in Buffalo. I agree. I think if you put him on another team, I think he would snap. Okay, I'll give it to you. Like, I think he should go out west. Yeah. A California team. Yeah. Any one of those California teams could take them. Honestly, not even out in California, but the Chiefs need a running back. The Chiefs do need a running back. But he's not a free agent, though. He's still in the contract. I know. That sucks. But if he could be like a stopgap, kind of like, you know, just in between, mm-hmm. that would do. That would be dope. Um, Let's see. Let's go with Marlon Mack versus Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay runs so hard, and I think the fact that 
he was able to get Terrell Davis to just sign off on him wearing his number, I think shows the future that this kid has. Mag didn't show me anything until the end of the season. Right. Lindsey was a little bit more uh, consistent. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, I mean, he was the offense, so I'd, I'd have I'd to say Lindsey. Lindsey, yeah. All right, let's do Lamar Miller versus Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Saquon. What the fuck? Yeah, we got to get some of those easy matchups right. out of the way. <laughs> what no? I like Lamar Miller, though, but Saquon? Chris Carson mm. versus Kerryon Johnson. Ooh. Ooh. I really like Chris Carson, not going to lie. I like Chris Carson, too. And Carrion gets a little banged up too easily. He does. Chris Carson is like just prototypical. Like he just runs. Mm-hmm. Like you give him the ball and he just he just gets somewhere. Yeah. And 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 he really was part of the piece that turned that team around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take some of the pressure off of Russell. I'm gonna go with Carson. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Carson too. I'm gonna go with Carson on that one. Carrion Johnson got more of the running back body, I guess. Yeah. He's a bigger back, but Chris Carson do the damn thing. Oh, this will be fun. Jay Ajayi versus Kenyon Drake. Mm, I'm going Kenyon Drake because he can catch out of backfield. Jay Ajayi is trash out of backfield. I completely agree. Kenyon Drake got that one. That's exactly why Dolphins let his eye go the first time. <laughs> James Conner versus Aaron Jones. James Conner. Uh, I like Aaron Jones in Green Bay, um, but... He he had a good year, but it wasn't enough to where I mean James Conner had a really good year this year. I gotta go with James Conner just off the fact that he brought he pretty much helped me get my team to the fantasy championship game. There you go. He got me some of my money back with his ugly. <laughs> uh, Melvin Gordon versus Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, Melvin Gordon get hurt way too much. Every season he got an injury. Ingram's consistent. Ingram just got a little suspension, but I agree with he you. He came back and went to snapping. I'm not mad at that. You're. Dalvin Cook versus Adrian Peterson. Well, they're both injury prone. I got to go with Dalvin Cook because he's younger in his career. Go with, I was going to go with Cook, too, because Peterson old. <laughs> but, shit, you ran that back five years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking. Be. We have a conversation. <laughs> Sony Michelle versus Leonard Fournette. Sony Michelle. Straight bias? Not even straight bias. I, I, I like Sony Michelle because... Sony Michelle... Is like a straight line running back. Like he he just does everything well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not just so much the Patriots system that's helping him out. I just think he's just the kind of running back, no matter what team you put him on, he's just gonna fill his role. If you think about it, he's been doing that his whole career. From high school to college to the pros, he just plays his role. I need you to do this. Bet I'm gonna do it. I need you to catch the ball out of the backfield while we have this bruise over running back. Bad. Because remember, they were saying that it was a bad pickup for the Patriots because they were like, oh, we already have a shifty, quick, pass-catching running back. Why would you get multiple ones? And Sonny Michelle became this bulldozer of a running back that's running in between the tackles, getting you five, six yards of carry. Yeah. That's so. That's To me, that's a multifaceted running back. I'm going to go with Sonny, too, just because Leonard Fournette – is he's too much of like a hothead? Like I'm, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Like I know what you're saying. He's he's uh, disheveled. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like and I love, like I love his game. aggression in the game, but man, like there's times where like you got a vibe. Yeah, and he'll like, and he'll hands. like miss assignments because he's, he's so too worried about chopping somebody, you know, or some shit like that. And it's like, come on, bro. His head like, ain't on straight because he's clacking too many helmets. Yes. Agreed. Indeed. Uh, Kareem Hunt mm. versus Devontae Freeman. Mm. I like Kareem Hunt, man. Mm. I think honestly, I think Kareem Hunt's a top five mm. running back in the league. But Devontae Freeman was the man. He got injured last season, though, didn't he? Yeah, but if they're both healthy, I'm still Ooh, taking Kareem Hunt, bro. Devontae Freeman was nasty. I feel you. Uh, Kareem Hunt's that guy, though. Uh, ooh, yeah, Kareem Hunt. That's fine. Ooh. Ooh, sorry, Devontae. That hurt me. <clears throat> Tariq Cohen versus Jarek McKinnon. Cohen's my guy. There's no way I'm not going against Cohen in this matchup. Jarek McKinnon this year should have been his year to solidify him, and he wasn't able to. Yeah, if he wasn't hurt. I have to go Tariq Cohen also. But Jarek McKinnon was about to take off, mm-hmm. I think, anyway. I could be wrong. No, I agree. Le'Veon Bell versus Jordan Howard. Mm. I'm going Le'Veon though. I think his versatility. Jordan Howard is just as versatile. I disagree. There's a there's a there's a reason that Tariq Cohen's the not only overtook him as the leading rusher, but he's been the leading receiver as well. Jordan, mm. I'm gonna go Le'Veon Bell just off of legacy, but I'm gonna save my arguments for later. So I'm gonna let you have that one. Yeah, you can make that face you want to. Fade about it. Derrick Henry. Hell no. You don't like Derrick Henry? He's all right. Versus Christian McCaffrey. Hell no. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. C-Mag is nasty. Run CMC. Run CMC. I'm done. (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott Mm. versus Joe Mixon. Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke. Me and Zeke. I was waiting for you to say my dog name. All right. Tariq Cohen versus Kenyon Drake. Three Cohen's were explosive. I'm going Cohen, yeah. Todd Gurley versus Dalvin Cook. Todd. Todd. Then it's just as easy as the last round. <laughs> Philip Lindsay versus Sony Michelle. Ooh. I'm taking Philip Lindsay in this. As a coach, I'm gonna take Sony Michelle. Okay. No bias. You're going to have to flip that coin. I'm not flipping it, though. You flipping it. Because I don't right. want to hear you tell me you, I put anything on these coins. That's not the coin. You're tripping. I know oh, you this was, is the I, official yeah, coin? I know you was bringing some loaded coin. <laughs> you be watching too much Batman. I'm making sure it's not a double, a double head. <laughs> what heads. Is, what is heads? Right there. Yeah. No, I'm saying, what do you want heads to represent, dick? <laughs> oh, that. Heads is that. Head Sony? No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Okay, so heads is Sony Michelle. Yes. Tails is Philip Lindsay. Oh, uh, you're going to flip it in some way. I already know it. You're going to do some crazy math. Am I going to catch it and do this? Uh, or do you want me to just let it land on the carpet? Let it land on the carpet. Because you're going to catch it and do some flippy, floppy, hippy, bobbity stuff. See, it hit the wall. And what is it? Just so you can witness. I'm not changing it. Or yeah, flipping. because you got it. Because it's Tails. It is Tails. God damn it, I quit. Philip Lindsay. You're doing the show by yourself. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye, Liz Scallywags. Bye. All right. Damn, travel dog, Sony.
James Connor. I don't care. Versus Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. That's crazy. Chris Carson versus Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Saquon. What the fuck? You tripping with this? You tripping with this little bracket, bro? Where the hard hit is at? I'm just playing. <laughs> um, Ezekiel Elliott versus Lashawn McCoy. Zeke. Zeke. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Le'Veon Bell. Versus Christian McCaffrey. Thank you. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life for. Why are you like looking this. at the bracket? Don't look at the bracket. I'm looking at the bracket. Bracket, 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 bracket. It's a stick up, stick up. Um, you're dumb. I'm smart. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going Le'Veon Bell. Of course you would, bro. What's wrong with one <laughs> CMC, bro? Nothing. I just prefer Le'Veon. I like his style of play. No, you haven't seen his style of play, but he hasn't year. played all season. But I know his style of play before that. When CMC is a whole offense. That's because there's nobody else on the offense. So you know you know he's in the ball. The you still can't stop him. <laughs> okay. Christian McCaffrey. I yeah, do. you could say the same thing about um Cadillac Williams, his rookie year. And you could. Yeah, and then what happened now? What you mean? When CMC has been doing it two years in a row, and you know what I'm at? Has he been doing two years in a row? Mm-hmm. Has he? Mm-hmm. He's not, he wasn't a rookie this year, was he? I thought it was... Uh, was he a rookie this year? I think he was a rookie this year. Self-serve. <laughs> was he? Wait, no. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you got to know these things, Statman. No, I think he was. No, he was, he was a rookie last year. No, no worries, bro. We're going to find this out right now because if he was doing it two years in a row, I'm damn sure arguing He didn't do it two years in a row, though. It wasn't balling like that. Well, you sleep, bud. When you had this touch of the blood, you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Last season, he started 10 games, had 435 yards rushing, and 651 yards yeah. receiving. That's 1,000 all-purpose yards two years in a row. And then this year, he had 1,000 yards rushing and 800 yards receiving. With 13 total touchdowns. Bro, you, you tossing that coin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah, that coin getting tossed. Right. I like Le'Veon, but I better win this one. So, tails. That? No, heads. Tails. Hails. Tets. <laughs> I need you to pick one. Tails. <laughs> Just straight up. Tails. <laughs> Tails. Tails. Uh, Tails. All right, so Christian McCaffrey is Tails. Sonic. Tails. Okay. And Le'Veon Bell's heads. Yeah, don't hit the wall again, you cheater. <laughs> I know I know your little tricks. God damn it, I lost again, didn't I? This is some bull. It's sick of this shit. Le'Veon Bell moves on. I quit, bro. Like, why are my guys not getting on? Okay. They're pulling all the strings here. Alvin Kamara versus Kareem Hunt. This. I'm taking Kamara. I'm taking this. What is that? This dick. Um, what is <laughs> Real mature. What are the choices again? Alvin Kamara. Okay. Versus Kareem Hunt. And who you said? Alvin Kamara. <laughs> That'd be crazy if I said Kareem Hunt. What the fuck you want to do? Uh, it's all about you. Um, Kamara. Okay. Because, you know, Kamara didn't kick anybody. He played wow. the season. Wow, 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 wow. Allegedly. Well, yeah, allegedly on tape. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> you're watching the tape. He's like, it's a legend. I kicked her. You're looking at the tape. Full swing of a foot. That's crazy. Le'Veon Bell versus Philip Lindsay. Le'Veon. See, it wouldn't even fight. It would have been better if it was Sony, but you sleep. Tariq Cohen versus Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. I'm taking Tariq Cohen. Well, you better flip that coin. I'm not even going to debate it with you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You right. pick. I'm not picking anymore. <laughs> okay. Heads is Tariq Cohen. All right, bet. Don't say what the challenge is. Just flip it. <laughs> Sick of this shit. And I'm going to lose again. Watch you want to flip it? Hell no. Watch this L. It is heads. <laughs> Tariq Cohen from Zion. Uh, maybe you should have said what Tails was. Maybe you should shut the fuck up. Alvin Kamara versus Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott, you... Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel, Ezekiel yeah, okay. Because I was about to say, don't you argue with me and have Alvin Kamara be and Z. Todd Gurley versus Saquon Barkley. I got our Take a second. <laughs> yeah, bitch. I was going to say that. Saquon. I got to go Saquon. Yeah, Saquon. Saquon. <laughs> that boy's quads. It's huge. Bruh. He got two tree trunks. Saquon. Damn. If it wasn't for the arthritis, bro, if that report hadn't come out, this would have been a tougher conversation. If he would have won the Super Bowl, it wouldn't have mattered. Shit. Go bitch. Rams. Ezekiel Elliott versus Tariq Cohen. Zeke. Zeke. Boy, I thought she was about to say three. I was about to be like, bye. Saquon Barkley versus Le'Veon Bell. Mm. Hear all that empty space, ladies and gentlemen? Mm. It's the sound of thoughts. Thoughts are quiet. Not those kind of thoughts. Wait, what? What? What thoughts? Huh? Totally, 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 ta 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 ta. Oh. What you watch that way too much? <laughs> no. You do that too perfectly. <laughs> You're annoying. Saquon. I'm going Saquon. Oh, my. I don't want to do another coin flip. I'm, I'm haunted now. The championship. Ezekiel Elliott versus Saquon Zeke, Barkley. Zeke, Zeke. Zeke. I'm going Saquon. Well, all right, flip it. I don't give a fuck. Flip it. Damn, Zeke is your guy. Yep. This is going to be the one you win. You know that, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Tails. <laughs> I don't want to see. Zeke's tails. Saquon's heads. Even though Saquon should be tails because he's Saquon's, but it's okay. Oh, hit the wall. Do you want me to redo it? Nope, don't redo it because you hit the wall last time. Oh, shit. (laughs) Heads. Damn it. Run run it back because it hit the wall. (laughs) Nah, fam. I asked you ahead of time. Saquon no, is the winner. No, not for me. Saquon's not the winner for me. Zeke, you already know what time it is, Kyle. <laughs> you already know. All right. Good good turning. That was fucking stupid. Good turning. That's some bullshit. Aw. Let me see that paper right quick, fam? No, I'm good. All right, but Can I see it now? <laughs> nope. All right, cool. Why can't I see the paper? Because. 
Because what? Because I said. You cheated. How did I cheat? I don't know. <laughs> I'm over it. You're upset? Yep. Okay. Can we, you want to move on? Nope. Okay. We're going to sit right here and say absolutely nothing for the next 30 minutes and then get off. We no, absolutely nothing. Don't be making noise with your cup, bro. You talk, though. You said say things. I don't care. I didn't say anything. You Shut said up. Stop. Stop it right now, young man. Stop. What are we moving on to? Some um, bullshit that you're going to win with coin flips? No. Yeah, you fucking cheater. No more tournaments, I promise. Yeah, right. Till next week. Um, what are we moving on to? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Wrestling? Is there something to talk about in wrestling? Yeah. Is there actually something to talk about in wrestling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. We're moving on to the WWE. The Dublave. Dublave. The. Whoa, 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 all right, uh, this will just take a second. Uh, this Sunday is... Just a second, you're done. Um, this ooh. Sunday is <laughs> WWE Fastlane. It's the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Um, it's a, they need a better event. It is a meaningless Fastlane pay-per-view. Crap, 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 crap. Um, it's a meaningless pay-per-view that they should just do away with in general. I think after Elimination Chamber, there really should be nothing until WrestleMania, personally. Um, however, that being or they said, can bring back Night of Champions. Okay, no, because right so close to WrestleMania, why put up all the the belts for? I don't know. It just sounded good. Uh, um, that being said, it is a decent card though, so it actually should be a good pay per view. Um, if it's not a good pay per view, I'm gonna punch in your mouth. Sounds good. Can't wait. Uh, so we'll just do our picks for these matches. Uh, the pre-show match: Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Rey. Rey. Um, the Raw Tag Team Titles, Triple Threat, The Revival, are defending against uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus Aleister Black and Ricochet. Aleister Black and Ricochet. Okay, I'm not going with them. I'm going with Roode and Gable uh, because I feel like they threw Black and Ricochet together randomly, and I just think it's too soon for them to be winning a title for no reason. Watch them win. Probably. Watch them win. This is WWE, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, wow. That was how you really feel. That is how I really feel. The Women's Tag Team Championships, it's the Boston Hug Connection. Boston Hug Connection. Defending against Nia Jackson, Tamina. Yeah, I agree. Boston, Boston Hug Connection. The SmackDown Tag Team titles, the Usos defending against Miz and Shane Oos. in Miz's hometown. Usos. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Usos. The Usos as well. SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka defending against Mandy Rose. Asuka. Asuka. Okay. Even though Mandy Rose is gonna do a phenomenal job, and then the three matches that like people were actually looking forward to, um, the Shield, uh, presumably for the the last time only in quotes because Dean Ambrose is supposedly leaving the company after WrestleMania, uh, the Shield will be facing off against Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley. Obviously, I think the Shield's won Shield. this match. To give everybody that good feeling before Dean Ambrose, I think, turns on Roman Reigns to set up a WrestleMania match between the two of them, since Seth is obviously going to be fighting Brock. Um, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. The stipulation for this match is uh, if Becky wins, 
She is inserted into the main event match with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, making it a triple threat. I think that being said, I think Charlotte's going to win. Um, who do you think? I'm going to give it to Becky Lynch. Okay. That's very possible. I think um, Ronda Rousey is going to get involved because she turned heel on Monday. Uh, so she is full on heel mode now. Uh, I think she's going to get involved. Did they change her song or is she still, I'm going to have a reputation? No, nope, still the same song. Still the same oh. song. But um, I think she's going to help Charlotte win. And then, like, Stephanie the next night on Raw is going to be like, yeah, I don't care. You screwed her over. I'm still going to put her in the match regardless type shit. Mm. So I think that's what will happen. Impressivo. And then the WWE Championship match, Daniel Bryan defending against Kevin Owens. Daniel Bryan. Clap, yeah. clap, 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 clap. He's going to win because they're going to somehow set up him and Kofi for WrestleMania. I don't know what, but I know the New Day will be in attendance. I'm thinking maybe it'll be something like, uh, Daniel Bryan wins, and then they beat the shit out of uh, Kevin Owens, him and Rowan, and then like Luke Harper maybe sh- returns, and all three of them are beating the shit out, and then the three New Day members come out and you know make the save, and you know, well, whatever. It's very interesting. We'll see. So yeah, that's all I got. Moving on to the N B A. The N-A-B-A-A-A. The... So, in her last 10 games, the Warriors have been 5-5. Five and five. You look like your last 10 games. I probably do look like my last 10 games, but I don't know what that has to do with the Warriors' last 10 games. I think Boogie Cousins has been hurting the production of Draymond Green. They both do relatively the same thing, and they both cloud each other's space on the court. Hot take. So I feel like that whole ideology of having the Monstars just can't work because Draymond can't shoot. So now that you have somebody down low, you put Draymond on the outside. I'm double-teaming Cousins. And if you can't get out to Draymond Green, I'm not even running out there to guard him. I'm going to let him shoot. True. So I think just the spacing is bad. They got blown out by the Celtics, who were struggling up until that point. The Celtics beat them by like 30-some-odd points. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward had like 30-plus against them. Even though like Clay Thompson was missing, Clay Thompson ain't going to make up no 30-point guy. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Um I, I feel as if there should be an area of concern. I get that the Warriors have been to the finals or whatever, but these teams are starting to get hot. And this is around that time that you're going to want to get hot. Um, LeBron James passed uh, Michael Jordan to be fourth on the scoring list. Of yeah. course, the Lakers lost. Of course they um, did. And now they got him reducing minutes. He got him reducing minutes. I think they're just going to shut it down for the season and call it a day. Honestly. Um, beyond that, you don't think they're getting, they can't get first pick, can they? Um, it'd be very hard for them, it'd be to, really hard for them, right? To, like they, a super low percentage, but they, but they could. What if they did? And got Zion. Oh my gosh, I'd be like, the NBA is rigged. LeBron, Zion, and Kuz. The NBA is rigged. 
That, sure. that would be exactly what I would say. The NBA is rigged. There's yeah. no way. Like, there's no way. Any team with LeBron in it should get the number one pick ever. Like, ever. That's ridiculous. Um, who else uh, has done really good? Nobody knows when Fultz is going to finally play. Because, you know, he's with Orlando right now. And he's just he's just chilling. And it's interesting to see what that's going to be. Um, I have another hot take. I think that there is a stronger chance that nobody leaves their teams this free agency. Really? Yeah. I think there's a strong possibility everybody stays except for AD. AD's going to leave regardless just because. I think Warriors... Well, he's only going to leave if he gets traded. Right. Warriors are going to find a way to keep KD and he's going to stay. I think the Celtics, if they pick it up and make a legitimate run... Like, if the Celtics make it to the finals, Kyrie's going to stay. If they get to one or two games of the finals... I think Kyrie's going to stay. I think Kyrie's going to see what Kawhi does. If Kawhi stays in Toronto, I think that might push Kyrie to leave. But if Kawhi leaves Toronto, like everybody's thinking to go out west, Kawhi's going to, I mean, Kyrie's going to stay in Boston. Hedge your right, tails your off. Nope, I'm not doing it. Nope. Heads, you're right. Shut up. Whoa! Winner! I like the hot take. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I really think there's like... I think so many people are concentrated on them leaving. I think a lot of people... I think a lot of the players who probably did want to clear it, I think legitimately is going to push them to stay. Because okay. I feel like me personally, if I did have it on eyes to clear it, and I'm seeing all of this media attention, I don't know if I'd want that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's too much. <laughs> it's, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. So, that, that's, my, that's my one hot take. Remember, you heard it here on episode 78. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go over the standings real quick. Um, Eastern Conference, we've got the Bucks still up top. First to clinch. First to clinch a playoff spot. Ooh. I mean, they're of course they're gonna be the first to clinch because the freaking division they're in is butt. Yeah, this is true. Booty. Anyway, um, Raptors number two. That's they're two and a half games behind them, and they're playing well too, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, Pacers still holding on to that number three spot, which is crucial in my opinion. Um, I, I think. They're staying in that number three spot. That number three spot is going to be interesting because playing in that number three spot is going to ensure you a good chance of getting into that conference final spot and avoiding the Bucks at least for that semifinal round if you get out of the first because it's always one versus four, two versus three. So you always want to be in that number two or number three to avoid playing the number one. Um, number four, you have the 76ers. Um, followed by the Celtics, um, then the Pistons, the Nets. The and Nets the Heat. is crazy that that they're 
potentially going to be. D'Angelo Russell has been hooping. And I really hope Miami makes it to the playoffs. Yeah, for D Wade. Yeah, yeah, man. His last year. They're they're really putting it together though. They've been they've been playing some lights out basketball, so yeah. I think they're gonna pull it through. Um, to round out the West of the East, you got the Magic, the Hornets, the Wizards, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cavaliers, and the Knicks. The Knicks are at an abysmal thirteen and fifty two. And officially eliminated. They're out of there. Goodbye, New York. Ow. Ow. So. In the Western Conference, mm-hmm. you've got the Warriors still at number one, but this time they're still lingering by just a game. Denver Nuggets is right behind them at 43 wins, followed by the Rockets, who just leapfrogged the Thunder because the Rockets own the, the tiebreaker. So Thunder's at number four, Blazers, Trailblazers are five, Jazz are six, Spurs are seven, and the Clippers are, are eight. That's crazy how there's only an eight-game difference between first and eighth, and then in the East, it's an 18-game difference between mm-hmm. first and eighth. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It shows you the disparity. To round it out, I mean, you realize you're saying an 18-game difference between one through eight. You don't even see an 18-game difference until you go to number 13 in the West. That's crazy. Yeah. So you got the Kings at nine, Timberwolves at 10, Lakers at 11, Pelicans at 12, Mavericks at 13, Grizzlies at 14, and the Suns at 15 with a 15 and 51 record. Ow. How many games left? Let's see. I think it's 18. I think it's 15. 18. Well, it depends on the team. On but team. About, yeah. yeah, in that 15 to 18 range. Yes, sir. Damn. So we're, we're, and the Lakers are seven games back from being the in the playoffs. The Lakers are not getting in the playoffs, but That's crazy. Yeah, LeBron is going to have to sit out, bye. I'm going to have to sit home for the first time in his career. Yeah, you better put all that. watch the playoffs. You better, you better put all of that on social media. With his other, Mid, uh, he better put a bunch of episodes at the shop out. That's all he'll have time to do. That's all he's going to do is be in the barbershop maybe to help him out with it. Never Bitch, mind. he's going to have an episode of the shop where he's in the barbershop just watching the playoffs. He's going to have an episode where they're giving him a Beijing. (laughs) I'm just kidding, LeBron. You don't need no Beijing. Your hairline is strong. Strong like bull. (laughs) It's a strong like bull. (laughs) Shout out to LeBron's hairline. It always comes back. Um... March Madness starting soon, man. Yeah, March Madness is starting soon. I kind of wanted to talk about that, but I want to talk about it when we get into uh, conference tournaments. Mm-hmm. Because how it works is the because there's a season winner and then there's a tournament winner. The season winner and the tournament winner get an automatic, um, an automatic bid. To the to the um, tournament. Gotcha. So we get into the conference tournaments, which is really soon. Um, we'll be talking about it more. I think there's already been conference championship like seasons that have been um, pretty much given out. Uh, I know in the Big Twelve for sure, Kansas isn't getting it, and uh, that's like the first time in like 14 years or something like that that Kansas is not gonna get a Big Twelve season championship. It's crazy. But they'll still get in the tournament. Oh, yeah. more likely than not. They'd have to like lose in the first round for that to not happen. Um, I think that's that's it um, as far as the NBA is concerned. I think 
I think that um, this season has been good. I think it's one of the better seasons we've seen recently because the East is just as good. There are more East games that you want to watch, and hopefully some of these stars will come out East so that way it's a little more even because these West games be stressful. They don't come on until about like 11 o'clock. I can't wait till Katie and Kyrie come to the Knicks. You really on that, huh? I'm going to feel like the Oracle bit. You're going to feel like the Oracle? Mm-hmm. I feel like you said something pertaining to New York last year was wrong, so therefore you can't really feel No, like I've been saying that, though. I'm just saying he's going to end up there. Yeah, you've been saying it, but I mean, you were like saying it for the last two years. No, nah, but I said they're going to eventually. Happens, I, said, I didn't say uh, next year. I said it's no, going to eventually no, happen. No, no, no. Even if it happens, like, you're wrong. Hey, screw you, bucko. So you're mad now. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad. Oh, bro, get over it. I'm upset. You're not upset. Are you done? No, I'm done now. Yeah, I'm sick of you. Are you done? Okay, great. More sports talk, guys. You ready for this? Sports, sports, sports. Sports, sports, sports. Sports, sports, sports. And we're done. Are we moving on to underrated bars of fame? Um, or are we missing something? No, before we do, uh, we were able to watch the uh, UFC fights. Oh, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, some good-ass fights. You're a good-ass fight. We're stupid. Dylan would have been there like, hell no, nah, boy. Your boy's tripping, bro. Hell no. Nah. Man. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So, where do I begin? Um, I'll just talk about the main card. Uh, Cody Garbrandt got his ass knocked out again. Um, first round, eight seconds left of the first round, so he almost made it through the first. But he did that one thing that he always do where he starts just unloading and doesn't protect himself. And he starts taking shots on the chin. And he just can't take shots on the chin like that. Bro, he was he was eating some bombs. Yeah, bro. And I don't think people I don't think people realize like once you get knocked out, like your chin can take less and less every time. So, like, you just keep leaving yourself wide open. You're going to get put to sleep. You know what time. I think about him? I think his window closed. Yeah? Yeah, I think he's done. He had his little, his short-lived reign at the top. and I think, he's, yeah, I think he's done. I mean, he was the first fight of the main card this time around. Like, I feel like next time he's going to be on the prelims. Yeah, he's, he's done. I think his time. I think his time is over. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I don't know this chick's name. Uh, yeah, you better read it. I don't know how to pronounce it, but you know what's the most you know what's the most shameful part of Cody Garbrandt? His middle names are Ray Allen, and he ain't even trying to be great. Um, the next fight, Weili Zhang nice. beat Tisha Torres by unanimous decision. Nice. Uh, that was a good fight. That was a good fight. She did a thing. She did. Um, the next fight after that was very controversial. Um, ben Askren beat Robbie Lawler first round. Um, oh, yeah, on that chokehold. Yes. Uh, 
it, it was a situation where the fight actually could have been stopped earlier after he got slammed to the ground and Buddy started pounding him, busting him open. He was bleeding all over the place and shit. And Herb Dean didn't stop the fight there. But, you know, he let the fight go and Jay got around and Ben Askren got Robbie Lawler in the chokehold. And it's a tough call because looking at it, it looked like he clearly went to sleep. Even if, it was, even if it was just for a second, he went limp because his hand was up here by his hand and then everything just dropped. Yeah, like like heavily. Yes, it just, it just went limp. So he went to sleep. Now, when Herbine went and checked his arm and moved his arm, he woke back up. But I think Herbine in that moment was like, okay, he was definitely just asleep. Because he probably, when he grabbed his arm, it was probably like a wet noodle. Like, that's probably why he called it. Because he probably was like, all right, no, he's asleep. And then he regained consciousness. So, like, people giving Herbine, like, a lot of shit for not stopping it, you know, at the beginning of the fight when that whole thing went, went down, but then stopping it there. But I think, I think he made the right call. Um, I don't think he should have stopped it earlier in the fight because even though a dude was getting his face pounded in, he was constantly trying to defend himself and move and stuff like that. He was just getting his ass whooped. He was still moving. Yeah. He was still good. But, I mean, if you go to sleep, you go to sleep. Even if it's for a second. Like, he puts you to sleep. That's a submission. I agree. So, I don't know. A lot of people are, are clamoring for the rematch. Uh... So we'll see what happens there. Off topic. What's up? I do think that uh, Garbrandt can get back to the top, uh-huh. but he needs to really take a step back and get more technical, because that that overpowering yeah. new stuff is is dead now. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I wanted to go back to. Um, carry on, good sir. Carry on. Now the co-main event for the welterweight title, Cameru uh, Usman. Uh, beat Tyron Woodley. I told you that. Yeah, you did. The Nigerian <clears throat> I told you nightmare. That. The Nigerian nightmare. Um, and he beat his ass. Like, yeah, it just wasn't like his mom said. It just wasn't your fight. Yeah, he got he got he basically just got outclassed the whole fight. Um, there was really nothing he could do. Well, the thing about it is, is that Tyron Woodley has been very like successful with his defensive. Fighting abilities, you know, you know what cr- just came at him aggressively. You know what's crazy? Be- before that fight, Tyron Woodley had the highest uh, uh, takedown defense in UFC history at ninety-seven percent. So that means out of all of his fights, people have only been able to take him down three percent, wow. and he got taken down like three or four times. In this one fight. Like, that's crazy. Um, But, I mean, you know, it was what it was. Usman is looking like he's going to be fighting Colby Covington, uh, MAGA buddy. And I hope he whoops his ass. Usman? Yeah. But I hope Usman whoops the dog. They, they almost got into it twice. Really? Yeah. Right immediately after the fight, when he was leaving the octagon, they got into it right there. Like, security had to separate them. And then the next day in the casino, they got into it. Security had to come and separate him and stuff like that. Yeah. Usman wants to whoop that ass. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Oh. There's a knock on the door. Let's see who it is. 
Who is it? Gene, guys. Oh, it's Gene. Yay. All right. And then the uh, the main event was John Jones versus Anthony Smith uh, for that the light heavyweight title fight. Uh, John Jones whooped his ass. Like, that That fight wasn't close either. Um, he basically, it was basically a showcase for John Jones. He did almost get himself disqualified um, with the knee to the, to the face. Uh, while Buddy was down, um, and had Anthony Smith told the ref, "Yeah, like I'll take that disqualification victory," John Jones would have lost his title. Oh wow! But Buddy didn't want to go out like that, so he was like, "No, I'm good. Just let the fight keep going." But um, yeah, John Jones has to be more careful in those moments. I don't think it should have been a disqualification because uh, Anthony Smith was technically on his feet. He wasn't kneeling, and that's the rule. Like you can knee to the body, but you can't knee to the head or face when they're like on the ground, which like would be like your knee or anything like that is like on the ground. But his feet were under him. He was just down low um, when he caught the knee, and I feel like that would be no different than if I was going to like go for a takedown and like you did a knee up and right. caught me. Like similar situation. Yeah, it'd be a similar thing, um, but it's just a matter of how they look at it. I guess whatever. Right. But, uh, so yeah, John Jones, still champ. Um, we don't really know what's next for him. Uh, he says he's cool with staying at light heavyweight for now. So I guess a fight with him in DC for now is off the table because DC is heavyweight champion and DC's next fight should supposedly be with Brock Lesnar. Um, there is word though, uh, just today, Anthony Rumble Johnson has said he will come out of retirement because he retired unexpectedly last year um, after losing to DC, uh, which it kind of seemed like he lost on purpose. Like, he just didn't try, and, like, he's really fucking good. He retired because he wanted to pursue um, the cannabis industry and CBD and that kind of stuff. He says he'll come out of retirement to fight John Jones at heavyweight, and that's, like, a dream fight that people have wanted for, like, the past few years. But when they were supposed to fight... Uh, four years ago is when, or three years ago, sorry, is when John Jones started going through all of that stuff with the drugs and everything like that, and like their fight just never happened. Right. So like now that Andy does, like, no, I'll come out of retirement. Like we can make it. We can make it happen. But it's got to be at heavyweight. I don't know about that. There, I wouldn't take that if I was Jones. I'd be like, yeah, that's cool that you want at heavyweight, but get off. <laughs> I'm where I'm at. You feel right. me? Like this is where I got the belt at. Yeah, this is true. At. And but Jones did say at some point he would be willing to go to heavyweight because he wants to fight Brock. He wants to fight DC at heavyweight. He wants to be. Oh. He wants to be a two weight class champion. So mm. we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see dope. what's next. That would be that. dope. That would be dope. That's what's up. All right. So now we're good for underrated bars of fame. Yes. Here. All right. Bet that up. So, underrated bars of fame today is brought to you by Field Mob. F I E L D Mob. And the song is Sick of Being Lonely. Is that with two B's or one, one B? It's one B, bro. All right. So, how it goes is <clears throat> I'm so sick of being lonely. Every night while my man goes out with his homies. Yeah, are you? <laughs> I want to know how it feels to be loved. Be loved. 
I am so sick of being lonely every night while my man goes out with his homies. I want to know how it feels to be loved, to be loved. Any other night, you'd be at home waiting on me. What's, What's going, going on? Any other night, you'd be acting like a bugaboo. What's going on? Any other night, you'd be calling me, styling me. <laughs> Any other night, I can guarantee a page from you. This song, oh, he said a page? Hmm, but tonight seems different. Man, it's about this fishy. Because I ain't even gish. Well, wife ain't hit me on my pager or cell, and when I call her, I keep getting the damn voicemail. What's going on? Yeah, I know I'm wrong for going and coming home at about four in the morning, hoping you're home alone like coking, but I picked the wrong time, and respect will be expected. I'm so sick of being lonely every night while my man goes out with his homies. I want to know how it feels to be loved, mm. to be loved. Yeah. <laughs> What? What a feeling. I'm so sick of being lonely every night while my man goes out with his homies. I want to know how it feels to be loved, to be loved. I'm so sick of being... Don't finish your statement. You alone call me, I'll be your replacement. Put me in the game, coach. You can let that lame go. Let me lick you on your neck and go down to your ankles. Cause ain't no more better, freakier feller from the field to creep with when your guy's a dummy. Honey, you're looking good and more gooder than a plate of neck bones. Tenderize and yummy. The Energizer Bunny can't compete with me. Cause I be going and going, rowing, with more motion than your ocean from night to morning. Hit it huffing and puffing, breath stinking and yawning. He's so nasty. Something so pretty as you at home alone that's unbelievable, like when the cow jumped over the moon. Now, I never put nothing before you. That's like you getting cereal, picking a fork over a spoon. I'm so sick of being lonely every night while my man goes out with his homies. I want to know how it feels to be loved. To be loved. I'm so sick of being lonely every night while my man goes out with his homies. I want to know how it feels to be loved. To be loved. So sick of being lonely. Field mob. Underrated bars of fame. Nice. Yeah. I'm sorry you're so sick of being lonely. I'm sick of being lonely every night while my man goes out with his homies. I'm sick of this. Sick of this shit. You understand? Yeah. All right, as long as you know. So anyway, I think that this wraps it up for the show. Um, If they want to reach us, bro, where can they reach us through email? We're going to do fan mail. We just didn't want to do it without Dylan here. We swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to so get to the fan mail. We know Fingers that, crossed. We know that all the dozens of you want to hear from Hell us. Hell yeah. So where can they reach us on on uh, on that email, bro? Uh, Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Instagram, bro? Uh, balls underscore sports underscore podcast. And what about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. What about on Black Planet? Uh, these nuts. What about MySpace? Uh, profile no longer exists. What about Tinder? Uh, swipe right. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, the music is on right now. Um, just wanted to say that we really appreciate y'all listening to us again for another hour and a half of nothingness. Word. You could have been listening to any other sports podcast. And after that, you probably should have been. Yeah, you should have been listening to another sports podcast, but you're listening to us, and we appreciate that. 
Is that it? That's it. Are we done? We done. Are you sure? Bye, hoes. All right, y'all, those We out. Yeah. I don't save any women cause I ain't feeling heroic I mean I try to save a couple but they back on their shit So instead of wasting my time I said I'm calling it quits I put my work in my hand, can't put my faith in no man These thinking they beefing, I throw their youth in the pan I probably eat then go vegan, I'm never speaking for reasons That even made a couple demons go to preaching again My new is rocking and loaded, I got a chip on my shoulder Put a clip on your